Welcome back to the Stay A While podcast with Isabella and Jody. Um, this is our long-awaited second episode, and today we're taking a turn from the first episode, which was about advice, and we're talking about something a little more um, sinister. <laughs> um, we're calling it the perfect crime. And we're going to the dark side for this episode. It's a bit different from last time, but we hope you enjoy it. So leave your feedback of if it, this is something you like or what kind of episodes you'd like to see in the future. All right, we're going to get right into our work in progress segment, which, as usual, is our recent struggles. So, Jody, let's start with you. How was your week? Well, to start, it started snowing a few days ago. If you live kind of around where we do, it dumped like, what would you say, three feet of snow? Yeah, depends where you are, but um, at my house, we have like, it's up to past our knees. Yeah, it's, it's like, like mid-thigh. mid-thigh at parts. Oh my goodness. Especially at my house too, it's like up to your knees. One day, it was completely sunny, and the next day, two feet of snow. No, like, really. It took me 40 minutes to clear off the car this yeah, morning. Yeah, same. Anyways, so yeah. with that comes a lot of extra work, I would say, to clear driveways and all that. And something that happened to me yesterday and today was I got my car stuck pulling into my driveway. So basically what had happened is my brother had cleared out our driveway right in the morning, but then it was snowing all day long. So then when it came to me coming home from work at like nine or something at night, I pulled in and I just started spinning out of the driveway. So that was really great. And then my family had to come out and push me up the driveway. Did you start rolling backwards? I can't remember, but I just started like spinning and then drifting to the side. And it was kind of a disaster. So that's... Yeah, that happened today too. Yep. It took like an hour to get you out. Yeah. I came over here earlier today and I started spinning down the driveway. Which definitely doesn't reflect well on my driving skills. No, it was good though. I mean, you were backing up. You were backing up pretty crazily. You were like, yeah, snaking. I don't know. But anyway, at this point, um, when the weather's like this, I really just want to hibernate. Like, yeah. I don't know if anyone else wants to, but I just want to like sit in bed and watch movies all day and like. That's not the best. Go to school because, I just don't feel like it. Yeah, just, just, like, staying home all day, though, is so cozy. and It is so cozy. Like, I think we should just have winter, like, school off during the winter. Because <laughs> I don't feel like driving in this. Like, I, know. I feel like I'm going to die. You have to spend, like, an extra ten minutes every day clearing your car. It's so much extra work. And then if you have to clear the driveway, too, it's, like, it's either I have to do it at, like, 5 a.m. or I get my dad to do it. Which yeah. It is it's quite too annoying. Too much. I only like the snow when it's, like... Christmas so that's kind of part of the Christmas like vibes it's like the nice snow and you know wintry Christmas anyways before this conversation completely dies off let's change the topic um okay I have this little story about (laughs) how I kind of screwed myself over okay so a couple weeks ago um I did car karaoke for like two hours (laughs) like four days in a row and every single time I lost my voice so if I sound sick it's because I lost my voice too many times and I got tonsillitis from vocal strain so how do you know you actually have it 
Um, I went to the dentist and they told me to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah. said, um, you need to, like, stop. <laughs> yeah, they're like, something's wrong here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it might also be a mixture of, like, whatever sickness is going around. Yeah, a lot of people are sick right now. Yeah, but I never really got sick. It's just, like, the so throat. Are you on, like, vocal rest? Like, a professional, like, um, I should singer? be. But I just keep singing. Like, yesterday I had a concert for my mom in the kitchen. You just can't, like, stop yourself? It's an addiction. Like, my two addictions are singing and sushi. <laughs> like, this week I went out for sushi, like, three times. <laughs> oh my goodness. I swear the staff there is starting to know me. Yeah. I order the same thing almost every time. Except last time, I got spicy mayo with it. Because... Spicy, spicy mayo is the best. It makes everything better. <laughs> anyway... Um, What's your yeah. favorite sushi? Um, I like the spicy crab rolls or the Those spicy tuna rolls. Like yeah. they're just they're a safe bet. Or like the avocado and crab. Oh, Those are so good. Sushi and I, just is so good. I love <laughs> the rice, like the like sweet rice. Mm. Sticky, so delicious rice. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if it's an addiction I want to break, but. I mean, it's not bad for you. Like, it's literally just rice and fish, right? Yeah. Maybe I should chill out a little, though. It's probably healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are worse addictions. True. Like singing. No. But <laughs> see, singing's hurting me at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, my friend and I, in the spring, we're planning to do a coffee house, which I think it's just like a little recital where you can just sing any song you want. And, I mean... It's far away, but hopefully I don't ruin my voice again before then. <laughs> I think it's about time to get into the main event of our episode, and that is the perfect crime. For those of you who get the reference, just leave a comment or let us know. Anyways, so the question for this episode is, how would we get away with murder? A.K.A. how would we commit the perfect crime that we would never get caught with? Well, so, first of all... Don't tell anyone your plan, like we're doing on this podcast. On this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, before we get started, let's put a little disclaimer out there. We are not murderers. 100, 100% hypothetical. This yeah. is not real at all. Just for fun, obviously, for entertainment. So yes. I think that goes without any... saying, yeah. but we're saying it. Yeah, we are not psychopaths, and hopefully don't get any weird ideas from this, because <laughs> we've seen other podcasts do this before. So. We're kind of stealing the idea, but we're going on our own tangent of how we're going to do it. Yeah, with our own little twist yes. of hopeful, hopefully humor, even though it sounds kind of stupid. A little um, dark, but <laughs> still funny, hopefully. Anyway, so the very first question that I thought of is, who would we kill? What are your um, thoughts? Well, we would need to get, well, here's the thing. Are we murdering someone? For, like, weird psychotic benefits. Like, what's the for, motive? Like, financial benefits. Okay, the thing is, this was my idea. If you know them really well and, like, have a life insurance policy, it's going to be traced right back to you. But you'll get money. But if you don't know them, you'll get no money, but it won't be traced back to you. So, like, which yeah. one? Like, if you don't know them, how do you hack their bank account? Exactly. Unless you Unless rob them before you murder them. Unless you're a pro at, like, all levels of scamming. Yeah, what would be the motive, though? Like, I feel like there's, like, many motives. That, like, love, like, revenge, mm. money. Like, what are... What would be your motive? Um, 
I don't have a motive, but if I were <laughs> in that position, I would probably say money because I would be a psychopath. Like, what would be a reason that you would kill somebody that you don't know that well? Oh, probably money. So they'd have to be rich or famous, except if they were famous, you yeah. know the publicity would, like, already give you a lower hand. Do not kill a famous person. Just don't, because you'll get caught. Or anyone. Because... But- <laughs> True. Uh, if I feel like if so, if like a famous person dies, everyone in the world cares who did it. But like, yeah, if the you, investigation would be huge. Yeah. So and they want to catch them, but so for like closure. But I think that if you kill somebody who like doesn't have any close friends or like any family, which is kind of sad for them, but it's the best like opportunity for no one to like care about the case, right? Yeah. If you were a murderer, just to be a murderer with no benefits. Um, obviously you would pick a loner. Yeah. (laughs) That's just a no, like a no-brainer. So the perfect person, like, lives by themselves, I would say. Has no friends, no family. They're secluded. And rich, hopefully. So maybe, like, a workaholic. What workaholic has no, actually? That's true. That's, that's true. Do workaholics have friends? Not really, because they do so much work that no one wants to be friends with them. How many workaholics do you know? Not many. <laughs> but from movies, workaholics, like, they get, like, divorces because... Yeah, and they have, like, two friends. See? Yeah, but a workaholic person. would be, like, in the city or something. They would be, like, in a known area. Unless they're, like, a farming workaholic. <laughs> Anyways, we're just gonna say... At least I'm gonna say for my perfect murder, it would be a workaholic who lives by themselves. And is rich, but not famous. And you know them... But they don't know you. Yeah. So, next question. How would we kill someone? I feel like to get away with it, you need to get rid of any evidence. So, like, I don't know if or, you, wa- or do you watch crime me. shows. Yeah. Yeah, I so, mean. like, on true crime shows, they always, like, it's, like, fingerprints, like, eyelashes, skin cells. That's how yeah. they always catch and people. Like, definitely hair. Like, I think that's a big thing. So, or, <laughs> um, also, um, like, if it's a violent situation, like, hands-on... Um, and then you get your blood on the scene. That is, like, you can't really get rid of that. Like, they're f- gonna find yeah. evidence if- I feel like if it's, like, a passionate crime, that's when it gets, like, messy. But if it's, like, yeah. just for money, you can keep it pretty clean crime scene. It needs to be really well planned out. Like, I Insanely feel like- Insanely planned yeah. out. Like, don't drive them anywhere because your hair will get stuck somewhere in that car no and matter then- how detailed you make it. Like, the clean <laughs> It's job. over. Yeah. They find one piece of hair- and you're done for. They're like, um, well, you rented this car and then dumped it at a car wash station. Like, obviously, they're going to make that suspicious. Or you made it suspicious. So, my first strategy would be wear gloves. Yes. Which is a bit, like, suspicious if you're just wearing gloves. Some people on crime shows, they literally burn their fingerprints off. Which is a bit extreme. And it would be like, why are your fingerprints burned off? I mean, you can't really see them either way. Yeah. I and if know. they're murderers, they're psychotic, so they would burn it off. <laughs> but definitely, um, just make it foolproof. Like, like you said, shave all your hair off. <laughs> if you were really trying to not get caught, it would be a safe yeah. bet to shave off. I mean, eyebrows, hair, you gotta shave <laughs> all of it. Your eyelashes, just all of it. And you then, no evidence. You also have to, like, take a shower and scrub. Like, because otherwise, if you have, like, yeah. loose skin cells... Yeah. They'll fall off. So I feel like you need to wear, like, a tight, like, suit, right? Yeah. Because what if you, like, lose a skin cell? Like, gloves, a tight suit, shave your head, <laughs> shave your eyebrows. You just look like an alien, like... <laughs> um, also, 
shoe sleeves because I saw this one um, episode, I think it was on Forensic Files, where they found a footprint of a certain type of boot and then they went to the store that sold that type of boot and then they found the receipts of all the people that bought it and all the sizes they bought it in and then they found this arsonist. So, I mean, if you really, well, obviously you don't want to get caught, you can't leave footprints where it's obvious. You have to have no traceable things. Like, think it through so well that, like, don't even have any past crimes because then they'll think of you as a past criminal, so they'll, like, bring you in for questioning. Yeah. you got to be real thorough, I think. you got to be real slick. (laughs) Real slick with this. Um, Also, you need to set up an alibi. Yes. Like, some people are just so stupid, and they're just like, they don't call anyone or leave any trace that they were busy at that time period. Okay, I have a question. Would you, so if you want an alibi, would you get like a close friend that you trust a lot to like count for you that would say, oh, I was at their house or whatever? Or would you like just have to figure out another way? Because I feel like anyone can betray you. Like you can't that's, trust that's anyone. Fair. How would um, you create an alibi? Well, you could go to, like, a house party or something and then just slip out for, like, five minutes. Just be like, oh, I'm just going for a walk. But then that could be suspicious because they could betray you, like you said. Yeah. But, like, I don't know how to create, like, a good alibi. I feel like you would have to make it without anyone else knowing because people will betray you. Yeah, definitely. Especially if they're going to betray a murderer. Yeah. (laughs) Under the guilt, they would just crack, which, I mean, makes sense. But... (laughs) Um, usually in crime shows, that's, their alibi is kind of where their plan falters. Yeah. And the leaving evidence behind, so that's why we have a foolproof alien suit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna be, like, in a latex suit, like, squeaking to the, like, person. You wear stuff go. over it. <laughs> oh, I guess. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I was just thinking you just wear the latex suit and, like, gloves and, like, a bald head, and you're just walking around. <laughs> that would be a little suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Let's get back on track here and talk about the murder weapon. So I had an idea. I don't know if this exists. We discussed this. Yes. Both of us. Yeah, we did discuss this. (laughs) Okay. So you want to poison them because, like, poison, like, it's not obvious. Like, there won't be a wound. They'll only find it out when they, like, uncover the body. And they, like, do a... the autopsy. What's it called? Yeah, there you go. Um, but... We kind of thought um, we'd do a slow-acting contact poison, but here's the thing. If we bought that somewhere, that would be incredibly yeah. suspicious. So I'm going to look up. Do you think that that actually exists? Um, I hope not. <laughs> like slow-acting poison? <laughs> contact corrosive. Um, yeah, it enters the bloodstream. <laughs> okay, but if it, did take, if it took multiple days, that's the perfect way. Like... I was yeah, saying because like, you could just leave the country, mm-hmm. but then they track your visa. You would just like brush up against somebody with like maybe like in your latex. Have <laughs> <laughs> no, like have like a glove on, like a winter glove maybe. Yeah. Put the poison on the outside of the glove, and then actually bump into somebody and just scrape yeah. their hand. They wouldn't Not think just somebody, your victim. Yeah, <laughs> in pre-planned a busy street somewhere. They wouldn't think anything of it, but ten days later, later they're dead and they would never trace it back to you i no, feel like that's the perfect because you're way. just a random person in the street but here's the thing and then you don't have to worry about your latex suit <laughs> we would <laughs> no you still wear your latex suit um but um 
We'd have to invent this. Okay, this wait. If we were really psychopaths that wanted to use um, slow-acting, contact, corrosive, entering the bloodstream poison, <laughs> we would have to um, make it in some lab. Except we'd have to make it in a lab that no one talks about, but which means it can't be in our garage. If you buy supplies, they'll look at your receipts. Yeah. Wait, that's why... I wait, just looked this what up. What supplies would we need? We'd need like ammonia. I don't know. Wait, I have no, <laughs> no idea, idea how to make this. Okay, wait. I just looked this up, guys, and it says the best example of a slow-acting poison is thallium. It's called. It says it's a slow-acting poison that kills its victims after many weeks. Many weeks. That yeah. sounds good. And <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> sound perfect. good. You know what I mean. But so it says the only way that they won't be killed is if they're treated with something called Prussian blue. Which absorbs the ions of the poison that you put on them. Sounds like paint. But if you didn't know, like, if they didn't know they were poison because you just brush on them, like, accidentally, they wouldn't treat it. Is that a contact poison, though? I'm not entirely sure. Oh, no, it does say ingesting, so maybe that's Mm. not. Unless you, you'd have to, like, drop it on their food at lunch Here's a thought. (laughs) You become a waiter at their favorite restaurant. But not, like, a waiter that they know really well. And, like, or maybe a cook. Or you just because slide in in uniform. You right? don't actually work there. Yeah, that's and then another you're just fact like, you could do. Here's a refill of water. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> in a week? See you at your funeral. Like, that is so I feel like if dark. you became, like, a line cook, if you're a waiter, they would recognize your face and remember you. Yeah, But if you definitely. became a cook, Especially if you were they a would never man. see your face. <laughs> a bald man wearing a latex suit. No, but if you're doing this idea of poison, you don't really need to, like, disguise your fingerprints because they're not going to trace it back a month later. Like, there could be a, like, think of how much stuff you eat in a day, how many times you eat out. There's no way you could trace it back. Especially if the victim was a workaholic, (laughs) no-funded, secluded victim. (laughs) Yeah. Or... Probably, if we wanted it to be the perfect victim, it'd be a female, because then it would take less poison to kill them. True. Cheaper. (laughs) Efficiency and uh, budget options. (laughs) Budget-friendly. Yeah, budget-friendly murder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, that's all we have for our murder plan, but we could... We'll transition into a bank robbery because we got the murder down pat. Like, yeah, we have the perfect plan. Let us know what you think of our plan because we think it's pretty perfect. We think it's pretty um, foolproof. Yeah. Yeah, if you mess up that plan, honestly, it's not murderers that hard to are do so that. stupid. They're just so rash and like, except for the serial killers that are actually like psychotic. Like, yeah. Get oh. yourself some thallium, guys. <laughs> no, no. Don't your dream murder. <laughs> no. no, no. Before we get to a really dark place, let's go to the bank robbery. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I'm just gonna say that before we did this episode, I honestly did not think about this at all. Which I just want to say that I didn't think about murdering anyone. Um, but <laughs> this I, is not premeditated. <laughs> yes, I was struggling to think of ideas like before we got together and planned it. So I asked our coworker, and she said to dispose of the body, but that's if it's like, like, like a, a gruesome murder. Yeah, like a gruesome murder. She said, "Oh my goodness, this is so gruesome." She said to chop up the body, <laughs> and incinerate it to get rid of all the evidence. But that is a. She watched too many yeah. crime it's shows. A bit morbid. That was traumatizing. That's not like that. casual murder. That's like 
serial killer. That is like full on passion Insanity. serial killer. Yeah. I was concerned for her <laughs> and for me. <laughs> Luckily for us, our plan, they will never trace it back, so we don't have to dispose of the body. They'll yeah. just be like, oh, I guess they like had a heart attack. Like, why did they die? Yeah. But I guess murderers want the pleasure out of it, right? But we don't. We just want the money, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Okay, transition, transition. <laughs> For robbing, right? Is that where we're going? Yeah. Okay. What would we rob? What's something you would rob? Tiffany's. No, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, well, if you were robbing something, it's obviously for money. Or for yeah, obviously. 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 But you can't just, like, rob a bank. Like, no. that is so basic. You um, know what? I think the best way of doing it would be, like, scamming people. Like, you know, all those, like, scams that, like, always get old people, like, yeah. they say it's, like, I'm a Nigerian prince and I need you to send me $3,000. Like, you know those? Yeah, you'd get Michael Scott. <laughs> He's True. supporting, like, 30 Nigerian princesses. Okay, no, but, or, like, you know how... Like, um, scamming would be the easiest way to get people's money without having yeah. to actively, like, leave your house. Like, you could just do it from the basement. Just be calling people... Like, I don't know. Yeah. What would be a convincing scam? I feel I like know. you would... Do you know what? I've seen these ones where they, like, pretend to be... They call, like, old grandmothers, and then they say, I'm your son, and I'm in prison. Can you send me, like, whatever amount of bail? Oh, my goodness. And then they send it because they want the grandchild to be out of jail. And then you have $1,000 oh in the bank. That's smart. Really mean. It is mean. Oh. But, um... Wait. Um, oh yeah, I keep getting texts, texts where it's like, your package isn't delivering, like, click here to track your package. Yeah. That's one thing. That's like, people always send those scam texts where it's like, they try and get your bank information or something, or your Mm -hmm. address, and it's like, I didn't even order anything. Yeah. I don't even know why you're sending me this. It's like the Instagram scams, like, literally all the DMs. I think it was, like, a year ago. It was yeah, going like, crazy. Like I spent two hours making yeah. this and view it now. And then it's like, please view it. I worked so hard on this. <laughs> I Jody, I've enjoy. made you a present. <laughs> like, that's what it would be like. And then once you click on it, they take over your account and they turn yeah. it into Bitcoin advertising. I've seen that everywhere like this person it said their name but then you went into their account and the bio was changed to like some billy joe yeah. guy and all the pictures were changed into like creepy pictures it's like who of was... this 50 year old man <laughs> it's like who did this used to be it's like weird selfies of like the phone like two feet away f- like not even like half a foot <laughs> away from their face and them like looking over it like a dad selfie <laughs> yeah except they look like a weird pedophile no they like we are every single week i would open my instagram and there would be a random like crypto coin like advertisement i'd be like okay like who got hacked today <laughs> like yeah it Steer was clear. rampant on instagram yeah um also another way to scam have you seen those things where the scammers put something over like a card insert machine I and have then seen it would like scan your card and um take all your bank info and then they'd take your money from there after how does that even work though like they just i don't know they take your bank info and then it's like I'm, I'm not even sure, but every single time I go to a gas station, I, like, pull on it to make sure no covers on it. Really? Because I've seen that, and someone lost, like, $50,000. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I don't even have $50,000. Yeah. But, yeah. Now I'm just paranoid, and then, oh, yes. Another gas station story. Um, I pulled into the gas station. It was, like, a month ago, I think, 
and I pulled in and this guy was parked. Um, it was like across the parking lot. But as soon as I put my car in park, he got out of his car and stood at like the pump beside the one what? I was at. And he was just staring at me. And then he'd like turn around and pretend he wasn't looking. That's and so he was just, weird. He was just drinking chocolate milk. That's, <laughs> that's not even nice. the weirdest part. But he stood Are you there. sure it was chocolate milk? I'm pretty sure, because I was scared for my <laughs> life. I was, like, looking at there. him. Um, yeah, but then I just stayed in my car for a bit, and then he, like, walked back to... He walked halfway back to his car or something, and then I went out, like, I ran out and quickly pumped the gas, and then um, as soon as I got back in the car, he went back in his and just sat there. And, yeah, then I went away. It was really scary, though. Like, my heart rate was no joke, like, 170. Was that, like, downtown? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you don't sketchy. go to a downtown. We're not going to say well, what town it is, or but if you know, them. you know. Yeah. Honestly, any of them. And it was midday. Like, it was after school. Our town is a scary place. It's sketchy. It's, like, like for real. Like, yeah. you could get, like, taken away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Forever. Like, two nights ago, I was with my friends at the library, and then we walked to go get sushi, except we had to walk through downtown, and then there was this, like random screams in the alleyway. That's so sketchy. You're literally just walking and there's just like screeching sounds. <laughs> yes. And then we made it to the parking lot. Like it was behind the building and there's just these random people running like across the parking lot holding bags. I'm like, what is happening? And it was just like, oh, it was so sketchy. And then when we walked back, we went a different route, but we passed the ultimate sketchy alleyway. There was a dumpster at the back and it was a dead end and it was behind Beside a weed store. Just don't go in alleys. In general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where murders take place. Yeah, we were talking about it. We're like, um, we might actually die. And I said that like five times that night, but four of them were sarcastic. The fifth one was like genuinely... Dead serious. Like, like, it was genuinely out of fear. Like, it was so sketchy. And it was beside the sketchy Tim Hortons. Yeah. Where, yeah. In- like, <laughs> anyways, going on sketchy, I have... One time I was in a car with like five other people. It was like 11.30. We stopped at a park. We were like goofing around in the park. We got back in the car and we literally, so I'm just going to tell this story. We were driving back and we were just like driving along this main road. And then we realized, wasn't that guy parked where we were like playing at a park earlier? We're like, yeah, I think he was. And I was like, guys, it's fine. Like, I was saying, like, probably not stop being so sp- suspicious as a- of everyone. Like, you guys are always scared of everything. And then, like, ten seconds later, he's, like, revving up. So he's, like, next to us. And then we're like, we're not going home. <laughs> we're gonna, let's, we're like, let's take a turn to see if he's actually following us. So we did. And he turns down and follows us. We took another turn. He turns down and follows. And now we're, like, scared. We're like... This is happening. We're being stalked right now, and I don't know why. So we're, like, going as many turns as possible, just trying to, like, get away from being, like, murdered. Because he probably wasn't going to do anything, but what if he did? And we were terrified. And then it ended up, we were, like, trying to call the cops. It was... You called the cops? Yes. Because we, we were being followed yeah. for 20 minutes. Like, 20 minutes. I don't know exactly, but it felt like that. It was, like, what? intense. Like, the tensions inside the car were extremely high we were like yelling at each other like call the cops call the cops and then we literally were like we're like we're we don't know where to go so we thought we lost him so we went into um like a park and we parked behind like a little washroom building 
and we had parked there and we turned our lights out just because we thought we would see him drive past. So we were like, okay, he's gone. It's going to be okay. And then all of a sudden we see his lights turning into the like driveway part that we were in. So we started like driving away. We're literally on the grass in the park. And it was terrifying. Like, we were going in circles in the park. That's how sketchy our town is. And then we, like, drove away. We were trying to, like, make it alive. We'd call the cops, and they're like... I was like, I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. Because, like, then they would catch up to us. And then once we called the cops, like, I have a feeling he somehow had tapped into the radio. Because he, like, as soon as he called the cop, or we called the cops, he stopped following us. That is so creepy. I know. And then... We waited there, and then eventually the cops came past, and they said he had, like, been following people all weekend. Did he ever do anything? No. Like, apparently, and then we found out who it was. We, like, can't drop names, but... Yeah. (laughs) It's someone who graduated from our high school, like, a while ago, and he follows people around for entertainment. That is messed up. Yeah. That is not okay anyways okay um, now that we're all flustered <laughs> are you ready wait, to like here's another park story though okay um, <laughs> we, um, we just can't like stop ourselves we're just yeah rambling now now it's just like scary stories okay um my friends and i we went into i'm pretty sure it's the same park that you were talking about but we pulled into the park and we went over a bridge and then we parked at like this little side parking lot in the middle of the forest and then there's this sketchy van um just parked there it was just like chilling in the forest and then we were turning around, and our headlights hit the van, like, it lit it up, and it the van was sketchier than we thought it was. Like, it was a full-on murder van. Like, the white, like, rusty Yes, it yeah. was a full-on murder van. I can see the picture yes. in my mind. <laughs> and then the driver, she stopped. She just sat there, and we're like, what are you doing? Like, we're going to die. And then she's like, yeah, we'll be fine. And then I think she unlocked the doors for a second. Which, I don't know why she would. I don't know why she's, like, risking her life like that. But then, um, yeah. Then we ripped out of there because okay. the van was, like... Nice. Literally, that was a pointless story. But it was scary. <laughs> it was a bit confusing. <laughs> Anyways, the topic of this episode has shifted from our perfect crime to just, like, creepy behavior. It's just, in general, a creepy, dark episode. It's, it's a almost, sinister episode. It's almost like a Halloween theme. Even though Halloween is over. Yeah. But... Whatever. Anyways. Fall is over too. The spooky season. Winter is here, as we have discussed. Anyways, I think we're at a good time to just take a quick break, and we'll be back soon. And we're introducing a brand new part of our podcast every week. At the end of the episode, we will be giving you a song recommendation and or a movie recommendation, depending yes. on the mood. Okay, so for this episode, we are going to recommend for all you people that like singing or like musicals to go listen to and learn the lyrics to Without Love from the movie Hairspray. Um, it's a really good song to sing by yourself or with friends because there are multiple parts. Um, also, if you haven't seen the movie, you should go watch Hairspray. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix, um, but it's just a super fun movie. It's um, upbeat and just... We've been holding ourselves yeah. back from singing it this entire day, and while like every time we stop recording, we start singing the song. We just start singing it, like belting it. Um, my my dad came in asking if we were okay because it's just it's so fun to sing, and well, I guess that's it. If so you- once this episode finishes, go type up "Without Love" from.
from Hairspray and listen to it. And you can even watch the video because it's so entertaining and yeah. there's Zac Efron in it. <laughs> anyway, yes. So see you next time and listen to that song. <laughs>